Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam podcast. Just Talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a good one for you guys today. I am going to be interviewing renowned author. Yeah, yeah, we get authors here, but Gary Morgenstein about his new book, A Fastball for Freedom. You can get it wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore. I mean, I want him to tell it because I'm kind of like a quarter, I, I take that back, three quarters through the book, and I don't want to um, spoil it, but, so I'm going to let him tell it, but this is a story about baseball in a dystopian future, and quite honestly, it's... It's chilling. It's good because even though it's very, very far away, it's very relevant now. And it's part of a, his baseball trilogy. You know what? I'm giving too much away. Gary Morgenstein will be dropping by. We don't talk to him for a hot second about this new book, Fastball for Freedom. But before we start, got to pay some bills over here. And the first thing I want you guys to do is visit everything related to the podcast can be found right there at samshownation.com yes you're home for everything related to the just talk with sam podcast and if you're on the home page right there in the corner there's a donate button hit that donate button and give whatever you think makes you a good person we've been doing this for 11 years and quite honestly it's been awesome thank you you guys have been knocking out server costs and you help keep the free funny free so please hit the donate button or you can always go to samshownation.com hit the store link and right there you can get all of your stuff that's right there at the store link whether that be hats whether that be shirts whether that be stickers whatever swag you got whatever you need to walk around your daily life say hey i really like this podcast it's right there at the sam show nation store um anything that support the podcast you can do it right there but speaking of the podcast you can hit that podcast link at samshownation.com and by hitting that podcast link you could catch up on all your favorite podcasts right then and there you can listen to new ones maybe you didn't go that far we are wherever podcasts can be found whatever right there at the top whether it be google with it, uh, Google Music, I think it's Google Podcast now, um, Apple Podcast, um, uh, Castbox, uh, uh, Amazon, um, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. We're right there. Just type in, just talk with Sam. Uh, Spotify, man. Why, why, at a brain fart on Spotify. But either way, it's all right there wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, before we jump into this great interview with my man Gary, got to talk about some of our sponsors and appropriately so gary's a baseball guy and he knows spring training is going on right now so i urge you to go to samshownation.com and click the mlb shop link get all of your merchandise from all of your favorite teams while they're in spring training while the season is warming up you'll be ready for them right then and there and on top of that if you put in the promo code single yes single you can get up to 65 percent off whatever you purchase you may want to hurry up some exclusions may apply um and this is a limited time offer so please go to samshownation.com get ready for spring training by going to mlbshop.com put in the promo code single for up to 65 percent off but 
while spring training is going on do you understand you can watch it all you can watch it all with our latest sponsor and that is the good folks at paramount plus yes paramount plus has live sports including baseball breaking news and a mountain of entertainment whether it be peak originals you can uh meet captivating characters in new worlds from the fan favorites that's growing in paramount plus originals you can see peak competition catch edge of your seat action with cbs sports like nfl baseball um soccer along with highlights replays and expert analysis from some of the best in the game peak news never miss out on the breaking news award-winning reports in-depth interviews and everything from cbsn national to cbsn local be in the loop 24 7 with much much more whether it be peak convenience you can watch it up to three devices and you can create separate profiles for the entire family you can stream commercial free except on live tvs and a few shows um, you can download shows, watch movies offline. They got it for wherever you can get Paramount Plus on your device. And if you act now, you go to samshownation.com. You click the Paramount Plus link. You, yes, you can for a very limited time, you get one month free. You may want to hurry up because this offer ends on the 31st of March, 2021. After that, plans start as low as $5.99 a month. You heard me, $5.99 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Go ahead. It is a mountain of entertainment. Climb the mountain. Go to samshownation.com and click the Paramount Plus link. And lastly, certainly not leastly, I'm sure my man Gary would love it if you visit our last sponsor. And our last sponsor, the good folks from Amazon.com. Yes, that Amazon.com. You're very friendly with Amazon.com. But if you go through Amazon.com, especially go through SamShowNation.com, you click that link on the homepage of Kurt Promotions page. In the search bar, put in Gary Morgenstein. You can check out his new book, A Fastball for Freedom, as well as a lot of his other works. So please check it out. I'm pretty sure he'll be thrilled if you do that. So what I'm about to do right now, go to Amazon.com, get Gary Morganstein's books. But after that, I'm about to reset these mics, and I'm going to have a chat with my man, Gary Morganstein. See you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talking Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talking Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously.
Subscribe, write, and review on iTunes, y'all. Obviously, if y'all just listen, we, we never write this out. Hey, Gary, you here? I'm here. Hey, Gary, uh, thank you so much for calling into the podcast. I want to thank you mainly because I'm a baseball fan. I like sci-fi. I want to talk about the new book. Uh, please, but before we start, I want you to just throw it out there, the book, your social media information, whatever you got. Please, go ahead, Gary. By Gary Morgenstein, and it's book two, A Fastball for Freedom, which is available um, for pre-order. It releases officially March 25th, so you can get Amazon, Barnes & Noble, order via bookstore all over the world. And I'm at, at Writer Gary on Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook. I never quite remember how you do that. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gary, thanks for calling in the podcast. I want to talk My about pleasure. the new book. Um, and I thank you for sending me over the new book. I I, I got to be honest, I didn't finish it. I All did right. read it, and I'm very um, I'm weird about talking about it because I don't want to spoil it for people. But it, like you said, it is the second in the series. I think the first one was uh, Mount Over Hell. If I if I yes, sir. Um, so please tell me about the new book, just in your own words, so I don't spoil it. Well, no, and I you know what. I, some writers are so precious about spoilers, and I mean, I'd rather no one give away the exact ending, but to talk about the story, please, I, I want you to be comfortable talking about it. Amount, it's it's a, a, a trilogy, and it started, as you said, with Amount Over Hell, and this is America in 2098, after we've lost World War Three to a, the radical Islamic Empire. Imagine ISIS taking over most of the world. And America is now a society governed by um, the family. So we're post-democracy. We fail democracy. We fail capitalism, socialism. Uh, it's, it's a very, it's a society based on loving and relationships. I mean, what a notion. It doesn't matter, excuse me, um, what you are, but who you are. But it is also kind of a benevolent tyranny. So, for example, um, there's no social media. You talk about it because it was banned under the Anti-Narcissism Act. Because if you say, if you believe that a family that a, is the most important ingredient and friendship is the most important and loving and caring is the most important, then social media goes against that. Because I don't want to shock anyone out there, but the thousand friends you have on Facebook really aren't your friends, not all of them. And so that's what the society leans into. Uh, patriotism is banned because that represents the old America, for example. So as book um, one goes into book two, a basketball for freedom, baseball, which had been discredited and associated with the old America, the old world power, all-powerful America, is on the verge of playing its final season ever at Amazon Stadium, formerly known as Yankee Stadium, with two um, very pathetic baseball teams where the players are so um, out of shape that holograms run the bases for them. And then by the miracle, um, Ty Cobb and Mickey Mantle come back. And baseball enjoys a renaissance, which doesn't last too long in book one, um, because once again, there's a terrorist attack, a 
of Yankee Stadium, and Yankee Stadium is um, ground to the ground. It's destroyed. Because all the other baseball stadiums had been destroyed after baseball was accused of, of treason, of wanting to prosecute the war, the war more vigorously. So in a fastball for freedom, what happens, now baseball again will begin resuming the 2099 uh, opening day, uh, and there will be baseball, and the, the stadiums are built by robots in this dystopian world where you have hatred, where you have America against um, Islam, and America surrounded. And the question becomes, can baseball and faith save the world all right i'm glad you did that because i would have spoiled that whole book but uh <laughs> <laughs> no please i would if you have favorite things that you're reading please talk about it i, I love that well I, and that goes to my questions because like some of the things that you're touching on are very poignant and you could kind of sort of see the seeds of that happening today granted this book is based in 2019 you know 2000 like 100 years well 80 years from now, but um, there is kind of like the seeds being planted right now. Like, one of the things that uh, got out to me, like Amazon Stadium, I mean, I know that's such a little detail, but I was like, yeah, that, I can see that happening. And um, when you start saying, like, baseball and how it went away and came back, because as a baseball fan myself, I am seeing it kind of slowly dying off, and uh, I don't mean to offend, but it's becoming an old man's game. It's not, it's not relevant like it used to be. Well, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And I'm a baseball fan just like you. I love baseball. Um, and I, you're absolutely right. It's the question, okay, the question with baseball, taking it apart from, you know, discussing my book, is what makes it relevant? Should it be changed to make it relevant and then it's no longer baseball? I mean, hello, do we really need a runner on second base at the top of the 10th inning? You don't want to get me started, Sam. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I understand. So, uh, like, if know, we sat down and talk about the rules and all that stuff, yeah, we could be here all day. And I want to be mindful of your time, but at the same time, like, one, one question I have. When I look at Mound Over Hill or take me out to the ball, I mean, like, take me out to the ball game, the man who wanted to play center field, a lot of your works, right? Where's the demo of this cross-section of science fiction guys, baseball fans, and um, uh, I want to say, like, futurist in a way, not necessarily science fiction, but like, because there's a political angle in there, there's a lot of stuff. So where's this cross section? And I'm very curious what your signings look like. I envision Raiders fans who do the cosplay. I envision like people who love the Dodgers, but like really into Battlestar Galactica. Like, I'm curious, what does it look like? Well, I mean, you got you kind of got it. Um, but above all, it's 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 about people, the book. And I think when you write a novel, and you should always be mindful that it's the characters who linger in with you. It's the characters you're following. These are the people. If, you know, as a writer, you go into someone's head, into someone's world. I mean, you honor me by reading my work. And truly, I'm not just saying that. I mean, anyone who reads my novel, who spends time with it, who thinks about it, as you obviously have, you know, he does me a great respect. And you do it because you like the themes, but at the end of the day, you care about the characters. 
So I think the book appeals to people who like literary works, which are, it's a little different. One of the reasons why there's not a lot of um, dystopian science fiction baseball is because most most uh, speculative fiction writers don't think baseball is going to make it into the future. So they don't bother about it. It's going. It's over. That's not, you know, it's not fast paced. Look, Sam, they might be right. There might not be a real baseball as we once knew it because the baseball demographic is, as you said, very old. And young people don't flock to it when you go to a baseball game. You know, back back when we remember those days, yeah. God willing, we will again. It's, there's not as many young people. They're more attracted to football and basketball. Um, but there's something, what I, I, I stress in my novels, as you can see, is my love of baseball and the timeless quality and the sentimentality of baseball. I happen to be a sentimental person. You need to be sentimental to get misty-eyed looking at the infield when you walk into a baseball stadium. You don't have that when you walk into a, um, a football stadium. It's a different experience. You don't get that when you walk into a, a basketball arena. It's a different experience. There's something about the smells of a baseball field, you know, in the daytime or under the lights, which it has to appeal to a certain romantic in And I think what, in our society now, those you're not allowed to be sentimental about many things because you're mocked. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you're a little bit, yeah. Things. Yeah, right. They they take us down like, oh, well, you can't, you know, the, the whole uh, cancel culture and woke and all that. You, you just it's kind of old old school, but that's the appeal of baseball. So the point is, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with taking the breath and not answering your um, you know, your, your friend's text within eight seconds? as I think is the average. Yeah, about <laughs> that, yeah. Right, something terrifying like that. And I'm, a, I, I'm also, you know, guilty of that. But what's wrong with just taking a breath? And so baseball, in my novels, as I said, belongs to the old America, which, you know, failed us, or we failed it, if you want to look be more accurately. But at the end of the day, it has a potential. It's warmth. It's basic humanity has a potential to unite the world, or at least make the world wake up, and that's what I, ha I get to in my books. I mean, we're all going through this horrible pandemic, and we know what we're all living a dystopia. Which, when I wrote the book, I, I don't know if I'm prophetic or not. I, of course, I could never. You're calling imagine. a lot of things in that book that's kind of sort of happening now. When you talk yeah. about the, the collapse of democracy and stuff like that, we had a taste of that for the last four years, depending on who you yeah. ask. But like, yeah, like you're nailing a few things. Well, yeah, you know, nothing's preordained. We, you know, I'm a big history fan, as you might gather, mm -hmm. and history's ugly. And, you know, we, but we live in a world where, you know, you can't talk about history because it's ugly, because then you're accused of embracing it. Well, no, I don't, I'm not saying that was right, what happened, but we need to understand it. And I think that we forget that nothing says that America will always be a great power, or there will always be a democracy. I mean, you know, remember the Roman Empire? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here you go, uh, the British Empire, on, uh, you know, the Turkey, you know, the Ottoman Empire, on and on. Nothing said that they will last forever. And we only last forever if we invest in it. And so what I, when you write, the, the wonder of, of writing science fiction is you're absolutely right. You want to have some seeds in today. So it doesn't completely come out of nowhere. But if you notice, I never reference anyone contemporary. 
there's no references to, oh, yes, and during the reign of the three terms of Donald Trump, you know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't write that. Personally, personally, I'm glad you didn't write that, because that that would kill me. (laughs) Well, I would date myself. Um, And also, so, but you want to have the the seed so people could say, oh, I can see how that might happen. You know, in the book, the um, I have in, in 2040, all um, robots with faces were banned because they were beginning to blend into society. Well, it's not far-fetched that you could have technology where robots look just like us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? We you have know? that and now, yeah. Right, exactly. So it's not... What I'm trying to say is that I don't want to go completely over the top, but it's effective when you can say, all right, I can see this happen. And that's the wonder of science fiction. And I, you know, I, I review science fiction. I love it. Well, I'm curious. I know you love it, but what do you hope that the thoughts of the readers to finish the books, what do you want that stay with them? Well, I don't want anything specific because that's up to them. You know, you're going to have, you know, your blue is not my blue. Simple as that. So it's the same thing with reading a book. Uh, Once the book's done, it really doesn't belong to me. There's no right or wrong. I mean, if you get something factual, like you get a character's name wrong, okay, well, that's, you know, you correct that. But the impressions of what you think and what you feel, what you like, what you did not like, what you agreed with, what you didn't agree with, because there's many things in the book where personally I don't, agree with my characters behave in certain ways and sometimes i'm ashamed of them (laughs) but i would not do that i don't think that they did right things but they're flawed like all of us and uh, i know it sounds very trippy when writers say this so forgive me but sometimes your characters simply take over and i can't tell you you ask any writer and they'll admit it and it's not because you know we're that crazy although we're a little crazy um <laughs> but, oh trust me <laughs> i know yeah you know it's like it's the writing process to say you know show me a well-adjusted writer and i'll show you an accountant because that's there's nothing entirely normal about sitting around having strange people fictitious people running around your head but they do take over scenes but ultimately i just would hope that the, the reader thinks a little bit and is moved in whatever direction I, I'm not going to guide them because that's not up to me. That's not my job anymore. It's up to, you know, the, the wonder of reading a novel is no one is guiding you. You're not in a movie theater or a, a, a theater where other people are responding and you react to them. You know, they say when you're in, in the theater, people at first wait to see if it's okay to laugh. It's funny, it's like human nature. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Right? Right, right. You, then everyone else is like, it's okay for you to laugh. But when you're reading a novel, that's you. I There's no CGI. This is your CGI. I've tried to paint a picture, but ultimately, it's how you are going to see these characters. I can describe the character, but you're going to see Puppy Needick or Zelda Jones or Annette Ramos or, you know, all the many characters the way you see it. And that's that's the magic of it. Well, one thing I want to know, when you talk about magic and perception of the readers, what were some of the challenges, the big challenge you had with writing this book? I understand it's a trilogy, and you kind of can follow off the last one, but what was the challenge with this one, Fastball for Freedom, opposed to any, pretty much anything else? Well, I have to make this 
story. I had to create a new story while continuing the old one. And I didn't, I didn't want it to be, I wanted it to be self-contained, but it has the same characters. And they have, you know, background and they have a history. So things that happen in Mount Dope Hill will guide you. Um, it helps if you've read the first one. If not, I like to think you could, you could understand after a while. I, what I did was, in, in book one, it's almost all set in America. And a lot of it in um, New York and the Bronx, which is the center of uh, the U.S. government. Ironically, you know, the poor, impoverished Bronx of, uh, <laughs> um, you know, 2020 is now the seat of American government because Manhattan's been hit with a um, chemical attack. And it's not habitable. And um, the Islamic Empire took out Washington, D.C. So, but now in book two, I open it up. So half the action, as you see, is taking place in London, in the caliphate of London. Because I wanted to show, in book one, I reference, oh, you know, the bad Islamic, blah, 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 blah. But now I want people to see what life is like and that there are going to be villains and there's going to be people who are not so villainous, people who want change. And I think I'm always very respectful. I have to tell you, I've always been, I really appreciate it. You know, I wrote a book about Islam attacking us. Islamic Empire, and no one, only one person has ever said, oh, you're Islamophobic, because I really bent over backwards to show that there's good and bad, and to explain, and to show positive among all people, because that's ultimately the, the, the theme of the book, is that people coming together, but in, in a festival for freedom, I don't, I'm also, I, as you know, I, Sam, I don't pull punches, I show some, a lot of ugly stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's where it gets... It's a weird scary with it, because you can see it happening now. You're reading the book, and I don't know, maybe this is my perception. I kept looking at it like, well, if this is happening then, what are the middle events from my world, as I see it right now, to this? Because I could totally see this happening. So... I, I guess it's like this. I will say you made a very engaging book. I'm not done with it, and I want to see how it works out at the end. Um, of this, I, I kind of want to see how it works out at this trilogy, to be quite honest with you. I want to see um, how we got here, but one thing I'm always big on, I don't know how many times you listen to podcasts or how many times the interviews or whatever, we always have this way of saying throwing the ball back so if there's someone out there listening to me and you right now and they want to become a writer they have ambitions what advice or words of wisdom would you have for those future writers or novelists out there what, what would you want to say to them that maybe somebody didn't say to you or something you didn't learn or whatever uh what advice would you give them i think you can't be afraid to write what you want to write and I think you just have to write from your heart. And I think that's the most important thing. And then the really basic uh, fact is that it's hard work. You know, you, you, you know, some people say, oh, I always want to write novel. I've got this idea. You know, God bless you. But you've got to write it. And it's not just the writing, it's the editing. I, um, the, the actual physical um, number of pages the original manuscript of the Fastball for Freedom was like 650 pages. And I think I did eight or nine drafts. And I'm not talking, you know, a draft going back over the scene that day or the next day. I'm talking about page one to the end. 
and because I'm a little anal. <laughs> but okay, but you got it. You know, you, you you can't be afraid to devour your young, to devour your words, to edit, to cut, to change, to say, "Oops, I've gone the wrong way." And I think that's really important. You just have to work hard at it and be prepared to work hard at it because it's very very rewarding. When someone, you know, I'm a, I'm talking to you and you're enjoying my book and we've never met. And, I mean, that's special. That's all. I mean, it's just flat out special. That's awesome. And thanks. Um, now, I really enjoyed the book. We're enjoying the book. I will finish it. And um, I want to thank you one more time. One more plug before we get out of here. Please, everything, Gary Morgenstein, your, your socials, the book, where can they find it? All of that stuff. Please go ahead. Well, it's um, Gary Morgenstein, a basketball for freedom. And my author page is at um, the publisher, which is BHC press.com and you could buy it Amazon Barnes and Noble Apple Books Google Books or you could just walk into your um, bookstore and they'll order it for you because it's distributed um, you know all the major distributors carry it of course and it's really all over the world well Gary I want to thank you so much um, I'm going to put your stuff up when we post this podcast and um, I thank you so much for calling in just giving us a little bit of your time Thank you so much, Sam. You take care. It's a pleasure. And please, um, let me know what you think of the book when you're done. Oh, okay. I'll shoot you an email. Please. All right. Take All right. Care. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. Thank this you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And there you have it. That was a great interview with my man, Gary Morgenstein. The book is called Fastball for Freedom. You can go to samshownation.com, you can click that Amazon link, grab it right there, or you can grab it wherever books are sold. Um, but if you're getting Gary's book and you're shopping online, I need you guys to know one thing. You need to go to samshownation.com and hit that honey link. Yes, that honey. Now you looking like, what is honey? I'll tell you what honey is. Honey is a non-stop shop for coupon codes whenever you're shopping online usually towards the end there's a promo code but if you got honey on your laptop or pc honey's original and popular tool automatically finds and applies coupon codes for over 40,000 plus popular sites one click is all it takes you can save a little dough with some honey oh yeah get some honey in you and then from there you could work on some sites. You could discover the best time to buy. They have charts and graphs for all so you can save some money by getting some honey. So please go to samshownation.com. You click that honey link. You save yourself some dough. They currently support shopping sites in the United States, Canada, Australia, the UK, India, as well as several other global customers. Please go to samshownation.com. Click the honey link. And save yourself some money with some honey. Go to samshownation.com. Click the honey link. And with that ad over, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my boys, Bash and Z, at the Act Accordingly podcast with, you guessed it, Bash and Z, wherever podcasts can be, <clears throat> sorry, found. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry. Um, those guys are crazy. Please check those. Check them out. I had a guest here 
so I got to be on my best behavior. But rest assured, we will chop it up with the good folks at Bash and Z. And um, there you have it. Another great podcast is in the books. Another great interview with my man Gary Morgenstein. I will email him as soon as I'm done with this book. I did my best. I'm proud of me. This is for y'all. The guess is for y'all, but I'm so proud of me that I did not spoil one piece of this book because I want to talk to him about a few things. See, y'all almost thought I was going to do it right there. But it's so cool to talk with him. Man, the book is called Fastball for Freedom, Writing Time for Baseball to Start Up. We are in the middle of spring training, but right in time, wherever that cross-section for sci-fi guys and baseball heads, this is it for you. So, Check it out. It's called a fastball for freedom. I want to thank Gary one more time for stopping in on the podcast. But everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Yes, your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. Um, just talk with Sam at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, queries, concerns. Just talk with Sam. No G in talking on Instagram on facebook and you can talk to me personally on the twitter at sam show 11 i want to thank you guys and thank gary one last time for showing up on this podcast and i will see you guys next week peace out